partnership between News Source One Michiana and Roaring Light Radio. Welcome to Roaring Light, your daily dose of Michiana community news and independent Christian artist music to get you going through the day. Roaring Light hosts are myself, Olivia Keith Hughes, Sylvia Stark, Rachel Kleckner, Pastor Joel Irvin, and Ron Barash. The Public News Service Joe Newscast for October the 7th, 2022. I'm Mike Clifford. This election season, South Dakota is starting to implement voting access reforms in light of a recent settlement with Native American tribes. In the settlement announced last month, the state agreed to designate a voting rights coordinator to ensure statewide compliance by agencies through mandatory training and monitoring. It's the result of a court ruling this spring that said the state violated the National Voter Registration Act. Brett Healy of the Native American Advocacy Group Four Directions says the situation deserves scrutiny. The unfortunate thing is even when things get won in court, there's always recidivism, it seems to be, by public officials. He points to South Dakota's long history of involvement in similar cases. The latest one centered around lack of opportunities to register to vote at motor vehicle and public assistance offices near tribal lands. I'm Mike Mellon. Democratic Governor Janet Mills and her challenger, former Republican Governor Paul LePage, are both courting votes from Maine's largest contingency. That's people aged 50 and older, and the race is tight. More now from Catherine Cowley. Mills has touted her cabinet on aging and increasing community supports to Mainers who want long-term in-home health services. LePage has pledged to cut the estate tax, allowing more affluent Mainers and their families to retain their wealth. Older voters are listening. Jane Margeson of AARP Maine says her group's latest survey found 88% of respondents are extremely motivated to vote in November. Seven in ten voters from that same survey, 50-plus, said they would be more likely to vote for a candidate for governor, for example, who supports paid family medical leave. Mills says she is generally in favor of paid family and medical leave, while LePage says he is not a big fan and would rather focus on creating a robust economy where people make enough money to care for their loved ones. Access to affordable broadband and rising energy costs are other top concerns. Mills has asked the state to intervene in two recent utility rate hike requests and focused on heating aid for low-income households. LePage says he would use any state surplus monies to subsidize heating oil for residents. Marcheson says many older voters are concerned about surviving on fixed incomes. When it comes to the price of necessities like groceries and prescription drugs that were skyrocketing, Mainers want their leaders to provide solutions to inflation and the rising cost of living. And now from ABC News, President Biden Thursday announced he's pardoning all Americans who have been convicted of simple marijuana possession under federal law, coming closer to keeping a 2020 campaign promise to try to get the drug decriminalized. This is PNS. Groups challenging the criminal consequences for failing to pay rent in Arkansas say they'll take another run at it, perhaps as a class action lawsuit. Danielle Smith reports that comes after their initial case was dismissed. 
Arkansas is the only state that treats non-payment of rent as a criminal offense instead of a civil debt. And a nonprofit that provides free legal services contends that is unconstitutional. Phil Telfian, who heads the group Equal Justice Under Law, says the goal of the suit was to end the law and now more work must be done. There's a legislature that is trying to repeal the law, which we are extremely supportive of. But there's also a court challenge, there's a litigation process that is still underway, that uh, federal courts have the authority, if a law is unconstitutional, to strike it down. Telfian adds the consequences of the law are more dire since the federal moratorium on evictions has ended. And the U.S. Postal Service is hiring 28,000 seasonal employees ahead of the surge in end-of-the-year holiday letters and packages. For what is called the peak season, the Postal Service plans to add 250 processing machines as well as an additional 1,000 truck drivers, letter carriers, and processing team members. Maceo Cosper, president of the American Postal Workers Union Local 300 in Central Michigan, says even with a bump in staffing, the Postal Service doesn't always add enough positions for the workload. We have chronic staffing issues in the Postal Service. It is not that we don't have the mechanism to hire temporary workers for peak season. We've always been able to do that. Unfortunately, it seems like mismanagement on a widespread scale. The Postal Service says thousands of temporary workers eventually convert to full-time status with a regular salary of 401k and health, retirement, and life insurance benefits. Finally, our Edwin Javier lets us know even for people who think they're too busy to exercise, experts say there's one surefire way to squeeze in a modest workout, walking. Though often considered a more casual activity, walking can be beneficial for heart health when a person may not have the time to go to the gym. Cardiologist Dr. Amea Kolkarni with Kaiser Health says finding time to get in a workout or the space for a treadmill are common barriers people face in trying to exercise. But there are plenty of ways people can sneak in a few steps. If you're not finding time to exercise, I say park as far as you can in the parking lot from your work or from the grocery store. For anyone looking to do a group walk for a good cause, the American Heart Association is holding one of many heart walks on the National Mall in Washington, D.C. on November the 5th. This is Mike Clifford. Thank you for ending your week with Public News Service, member and listener supported. Heard great radio stations, your favorite podcast platform. Find your trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org. Welcome to Roaring Light. My name is Olivia. We are one month into our podcast of Roaring Light. This is very exciting for us. We invite you to share our podcasts of Roaring Light and Michiana 101 with your social media friends. It's way colder than it was Thursday. Let's get to the important business. Detailed weekend forecast. Be aware that frost and freeze alerts will be in effect this weekend. Friday mostly sunny, with a high near 53. North wind around 10 miles per hour. Friday night a 20% chance of showers after 2 a.m. Mostly cloudy, with a low around 39. North wind 5 to 10 miles per hour. Saturday mostly sunny, with a high near 56. West wind 5 to 15 miles per hour, with gusts as high as 20 miles per hour. Saturday night mostly clear, with a low around 38. Southwest wind 5 to 10 miles per hour. Sunday sunny, with a high near 66. Southwest wind 5 to 10 miles per hour, with gusts as high as 20 miles per hour. Sunday night partly cloudy, with a low around 42. Columbus or Indigenous Peoples Day sunny, with a high near 67. Be aware there will most likely be no mail and some banks closed. 
trash pickup will be normal. Today is our fourth Christian independent musicians artist spotlight, and today's performers come from this area, it's the band for all generations. Sylvia Stark previewed them yesterday on Michiana 101, and we have five of their hot tracks. The band began in 2019, and their latest release, I'm Your Child, came out September 30th. Their next release is in December. So let's turn the podcast's on track over to hear their latest release. Here is the band, For All Generations. Somehow I'm back here again in the place where I need a hand or just to sit quiet while you speak. I wonder when I will be free of all the things to pull at me and make me wonder if I'm unique. It's not easy for me to let go. It's not easy, but you take me and you show I'm your child, the one you died to save. I'm your child. I'm the reason that you came, the one you strive for, came to life for, one you call. Nothing I have earned in this life can Put me in a place that's right Or make it easier to believe Somehow here in your love I find I've always been enough Somehow it's worth everything I'm your child
looking for another fun opportunity for this fall, you can head over to Boys and Girls Club in Napanee. And they are located at 900 East Centennial Street in Napanee, Indiana. And this will take place on Monday, October 10th from 6 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. You can bring the whole family, enjoy time together with laughing, doing a minute to win it games, our projects, I wall games, and so much more. And dinner will be provided. You can register at the Boys and Girls of Elkhart County's website. And you, in your questions, you can contact Krista Yoder, the source, Elkhart County, at 574-533-1234. Or you can hit her email at krista.yoder at oakland.org. And this is hosted by Oakland. Hope you enjoy some of the fun activities that's happening at the Boys and Girls Club of Napanee. Looking for ways to volunteer? Here is another volunteering opportunity for you and the family. The Elkhart Vimal Center is looking for people to help make a milk jug ghost. And this will happen on Saturday, October 15th from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. All of the supplies will be provided as well as some tasty snacks and cider.
tell me something good? Do you want to hear something good that's happening within the school systems? Here is just that. South Bend's Harris Elementary School received a $20,000 donation from Dick's Sporting Goods Foundation Sports Matter program. The school is the first in the Northwest Indiana to receive the competitive grant. The grant money will help bring more sports to the west side of South Bend. Previously, the school was only able to support two sports, said Principal Carla Lee. With this donation, the athletic program can expand to include activities like basketball, cross country, and cheerleading, among a number of other sports. Students will also not have to pay to participate in extracurricular sport and will be provided the necessary necessary equipment to play. Lee believes bringing in additional sports will create avenues for students and families in the Harrison community to connect. The Sports Matter program was established in 2014 by Dix and the Dix Sporting Goods Foundation. Since then, the program has donated more than $150 million to support young athletes across the country. A special check presentation ceremony will be held at Harrison at 1.30 p.m. on October 11th. Way to go, Harrison Elementary School in South Bend. This lesson is brought to you by Nina Nina Hoffman. She says, a wish for the week ahead. May you remember that the world is only sorrow and fear and weariness though it often feels that way. May you protect your peace and happiness, calmly but firmly. And may no fools arise to test you. May you forward ahead with coffee, clarity, and determination. All of my pride, all my defenses come crashing down, breaking pretenses. There's no faking now. Nowhere left to hide Standing exposed Hearing your presence Clearing my thoughts Lost in your essence Heart is shaking now Changing from the inside And I am ever longing for your touch And it's hard to believe that
all things out, make all things new When I am lost, I'm found in you Work all things out, all for my good All for my good, all for my Bringing me from death to life And making
Welcome again to Happy and Whole in Him. I'm Pastor Joel. Let's spend five minutes with Jesus. This week, Jesus has been teaching us about the Holy Spirit, the greatest gift He could give us. When Jesus returned to heaven, He and the Father were happy to send the Holy Spirit who comes to fill us with all the fullness of God so we not only survive, but we can thrive when it's clear that Louis Armstrong was wrong. <laughs> Many of us are not thinking to ourselves, what a wonderful world in 2020. There's this delightful story in John 4 where Jesus is passing through Samaria and he sits down at a well. It is the time of the day that it would have been the hottest, so Jesus is clearly thirsty, but he's also on a mission. Because this woman shows up, which tells us something. Nobody goes to the well at the hottest time of day. You only go at that time if you want to avoid your neighbors. You see, this woman has had five husbands, and now she has a live-in lover. You see why she's avoiding others? She longs to be loved, but one relationship after another have proved unsatisfying. And she goes to the well daily, and it provides no satisfaction either because she's always back for more. That is her daily pattern. Live-in lover to well and back again, and here we go again, but today a strange man is there. Jesus has been waiting for her, and he begins with a simple request for a drink. Yet she responds with a, who do you think you are? And Jesus answers her in John 4.10. If you knew the gift of God and who it is that asks you for a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life. And the woman is like, great, give me some of that water so I don't have to keep making this trip. But Jesus is not talking about water. He's talking about the gift of the Holy Spirit. We know this because in John 7, 37 to 39, Jesus will tell a thirsty crowd, let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. And John then notes, by this he meant the Spirit. Jesus was offering this woman the Spirit, and she doesn't get it. And if we're honest, sometimes we don't get it, what it means to be filled with the Holy Spirit. You remember, may remember that day when you suddenly saw your need for Jesus, and you discovered to your joy his heart for you, understanding and inviting and you gave Jesus access into your heart that day. But perhaps today is not like that day at all. You've lost that joy, that zeal. Life seems like a walk in the desert, back and forth in your own unsatisfying routines and patterns. My friend, that day you gave Jesus access into your heart was the work of the Holy Spirit. But here's the issue. You only sip salvation when you should have kept drinking in deeply of the river. This week I'm preaching a text from Ephesians 5 and verse 18 says, Do not be drunk with wine, for that is reckless living, but be filled with the Spirit. Well, that's an interesting contrast. Don't be filled with, the wine, with wine, be filled with the Spirit. And we can see why filling yourself with wine is not a good way to live. And I'm certain it means that, but Paul means far more. Many of us are filling ourselves up with things we know can never satisfy. And we're given a command to be filled with the Spirit, which is a strange thing, because in it we are passive. Paul didn't say fill up, he said be filled, 
and he means keep being filled. So how do we do that? Well, Paul says, have songs of God in your heart and on your lips and give thanks. I would add, fill up on God's word, even a verse at a time, a verse each day. Go to church. Are those a part of your routine? If you make them a part of your routine and ask for the Spirit to work, you will begin to be filled in a way that satisfies, which is a good thing for you and your neighbor in 2020. The story of the woman at the well ends with her running, from town, running back to town to tell her, all her neighbors about Jesus. She sees she is greatly loved and she is no longer ashamed. She even wants to share Jesus with the people she was seeking to avoid. And John adds a comment we might ignore if we don't read Scripture closely. He notes she left her water jar behind. She was no longer thirsty for what didn't satisfy. I think Charles Spurgeon captures what happened. The Lord Jesus is a deep sea of joy. My soul shall dive in and be swallowed up in his delights. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you and the Father for sending the Spirit. Forgive us for acting as though other things could satisfy what only you can. Fill my heart with the love and joy of Jesus that I may no longer thirst and so that I may have something thirst quenching for my neighbor as well. Amen. A church in New Jersey has opened a cafe staffed by people with special needs to support a clean water charity. This is Truth Itself. Liquid Church held a grand opening ceremony for its clean water cafe at their Parsippany campus with around 100 people, including the town's mayor in attendance. The cafe will provide employment for adults with special needs, such as autism or Down syndrome while also giving its proceeds to programs providing clean water to communities in Africa and Central America. Clean water is the global cause at Liquid Church. They're hoping the cafe will increase their impact. Brooke Stempert, communications manager for Liquid Church, described the cafe as the marriage of two causes that are near and dear to the church. Stempert described the ceremony as amazing, noting that the ribbon cutting included free coffee and breakfast, as well as a custom photo booth for visitors. Stempert said the church also wants to show that those with special needs can change the world for good. The church has other ministries to those with special needs, including support groups for parents of children with special needs, an annual Night to Shine prom, and a buddy program that involves assigning every child with special needs a buddy who is then with them from fifth grade through high school, ensuring that they can participate in church events. In an earlier interview with the Christian Post, lead pastor Tim Lucas said, in general, the church is 30 years behind culture when it comes to special needs. They don't have the manpower, even if they're passionate about it. Truth Itself is brought to you by trainapastor.com, where Timothy Kroll is training untrained pastors around the world who can't afford training. We're over two-thirds of the way toward our goal of training 3,000 untrained pastors using Dr. Kroll's 50 years of experience in Bible and theology training. It's a goal that God has called us to. Join us at trainapastor.com. You can see these stories and more on our website, truthitself.com. Truth Itself, news that impacts your faith, family, and country. 
With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks, looking today in more depth at the problems besetting the Kremlin as Russia's military retreats in the face of a counteroffensive by Ukrainian forces. One top Russian-installed official in the annexed region of Kherson said on Thursday that Moscow's Defence Minister Sergei Shoigu should consider killing himself over Russia's military losses. That criticism comes after Vladimir Putin authorised the first partial mobilisation of reservists in Russia since the Second World War. Sir Laurie Bristow is a former UK ambassador to Moscow. You know, Mr Putin um, announced that partial mobilisation, partly I think to try to seize the initiative back on the battlefield, but also partly to seize the initiative domestically. So you know, there are growing signs of public discontent. Crucially, I think also signs um, now of potential splits within the elites. It's not delivering more manpower, more um, uh, military effect on the battlefield. But what it's also doing is producing exactly the opposite, I think, of what was intended, which is mobilizing public opinion in Russia um, against Mr. Putin's war um, against Ukraine. So you've got these queues of people trying to, to leave Russia that you can literally see from space. Um, if I were in the Kremlin, I would now be quite worried about um, the ability of the leadership um, actually to keep control. And even on tightly controlled Russian state television, the criticism of the military's performance in Ukraine is mounting. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks. Britain's King Charles to miss climate summit. This is BreakingNewsEnglish.com. Britain's King Charles III is a well-known environmentalist. For decades, he has spoken on green issues. He made the world aware of the dangers of climate change long before many world leaders did. He had been invited to attend the 27th UN Climate Change Conference in Egypt next month to give a speech. However, officials say there has been a change of plan and he will not be attending. Many newspapers in the UK say King Charles will not attend the conference after Britain's new Prime Minister, Liz Truss, advised him not to. A royal expert told a newspaper that it is no mystery that the king was invited to go there. He had to think very carefully about what steps to take for his first overseas tour. Many newspapers in England are reporting that Liz Truss did not want the new king to attend COP27 because he disagrees with her government on climate change. Ms Truss became Prime Minister four weeks ago. She has already lifted a ban on fracking in the UK. Fracking was banned in the UK because of the risk of environmental damage and the possibility of earthquakes. King Charles has a history of declaring war on climate change. At COP21 in Paris in 2015, he called for a vast military-style campaign and trillions, not billions of dollars, to fight it. US President Biden praised King Charles' leadership on climate change. He said, we need you badly. I'm Naheem Hines, running back for the Indianapolis Colts and proud supporter of the Muscular Dystrophy Association. My mom was diagnosed with muscular dystrophy when I was 14 and I watched her struggle. But MDA helped her get the best treatments and care and they also help kids 
like my buddy Ethan. My name is Ethan and I'm 12 years old. Thanks to the Muscular Dystrophy Association and people like you, I have more hope than ever before. From day one, they've treated me like family at my local care center. AMDA is the only one that funds over 150 care centers across the U.S. to help provide state-of-the-art care for adults and kids like me. For over 70 years, MDA has been transforming the lives of people living with muscular dystrophy, ALS, and other related neuromuscular diseases. They fund the research for breakthrough treatments, care, and cures. And MDA provides support to thousands of families like mine and Ethan's in communities like yours. Thanks to MDA, kids and adults can live life to its fullest. Join us and learn more at MDA.org today. When the time seems so hard to believe when the faith seems so lost and out of reach When I feel I can't go on and I cannot see That's when I need you, God, to rescue me Cause God, I'm hungry I need your love in my life God, I'm thirsty Stress is on the rise And I can't deal When I struggle day to day I keep it real When you show me life with you Is more than how I feel That's when I know that God You can heal Cause God I'm hungry I need your love in my life
a Plymouth people and families. Here is a fun event just for you. You can attend the second annual Trick or Treat Trails on October 29th. And that is located at 5203 Plymouth LaPorte Trail in Plymouth, Indiana. You can trick or treat from 5 to 7 p.m. There will also be free free hay rides from 5 to 7 p.m. And there will be a costume contest immediately following at Swan Lake Chop House. Hope you enjoy some of the trick or treats happening in or around your local area. Come on down to the Trunk or Treat Family Fall Festival happening on Saturday, October 15th from 5 to 7 p.m. at the South Gate Crossing. That is located at 27751 County Road 26 in Elkhart, Indiana. You can also give them a call at 574-221-1999. And this is a free event. Hope you enjoy another family fall festival trunk or treat style. Coming up, another trunk or treat. This time, it is being put on by St. Paul's United Methodist Church, and they are located at 405 West Beardsley Avenue in Elkhart, Indiana. And this will take place on Saturday, October 29th from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Hope you get a chance to stop by St. Paul's and participate in their trunk or treat. Here is another fall fun opportunity. This is presented by the Elkhart FFA group. And this will happen October 15th from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. and also from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. And it will be located at a cell farm located at 51242 Ash Road in Granger, Indiana. And they will have a fun-filled day of hay rides, corn mazes, haunted woods. You can also see animals, bounce houses, food vendors, and more. Some of the prices for the small corn maze, it will cost $3. To do the large corn maze, it will cost $6. The haunted woods would cost $5. The hay rides are $3. And the, the free face painting, bounce house, and a movie. Some of the vendors that will be represented there are Nussle's Chicken, Kona Ice, Elephant Ears, and Taco Nacho. From 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., this event is for all ages. It will be the small corn maze, the bounce house, hay rides, games, and face painting. And you can come back later from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. for anybody 13 and up. And they will have the haunted woods, the large corn maze available, the small corn maze, and some Halloween movies. Come out and support the Elkhart FFA. The students have worked very hard to put this all together, and it will be a fun time for everybody. This is Olivia back with you. Thanks from station manager Keith Hughes to the band for all generations for supplying today's music and to Meredith Scholler for Thursday's show interview. We do apologize for the audio clipping on her end most likely from Anchor podcast app audio processing. 
well it's time to dot play one more song. This too has a local flavor and was a fun parody that 97.7 FM oldies used to play on Saturday night with the Nitrator, if you remember the late disc jockey show. So before we go to Miss Sylvia, here it is. Come to Elkhart in the springtime We can buy a mobile home and go live on the lake We can go to Arthur's and get pie high Drive on down to Chippewa and hear a real great crew Please come to Elkhart, she said no You come home to me One fan of the band from old Kentucky Please come to South Bend for the summer We could go to the tip of Canoe House And wish that we were rich Drive up to Niles on Sunday night To get a drink We can watch Jerry Faust Try to win a game Come to South Bend, she said, up yours, you come home to me. She said, Ramblin' boy, I want you to settle down. South Bend ain't your kind of town. There ain't no gold and there ain't nobody like me. I'm the number one fan of the band from old Kentucky. Now Highway 31 runs through this town. What do you think about that? All the times I get pulled over by the state police speed trap I hope I look sober when they look me over Please come to Goshen and live forever We could go bowling, we could go bowling, we could go bowling We could buy a mobile home and raise kids in the front yard Eat out every night at the Dairy Queen Please come to Goshen She said, you gotta be kidding You come home to me She said, Ramborn, I want you to settle down Goshen ain't your kind of town There ain't no gold and there ain't nobody like me I'm the number one fan of the band from old Kentucky I'm the number one fan of the band from old Kentucky Today's devotional is brought to you by a message that I heard from our featured musicians for tomorrow, for all generations. As I was scrolling through their Facebook page, I came across a video that they did, one of the musicians did, and in the background, it was playing Sea of Victory. With that song, there is victory in seeing Jesus every day. We all are anticipating his return, and most of us are anticipating when we will enter the glory land and 
see all of our family and friends and pets and whoever we love who has passed away and gone before us. Sometimes we fall short and we just want to give up. But if we keep our heads up and keep trucking on through, we're going to reach the prairie gates and our name's going to be in that book. But some of us are not quite ready to reach the gates yet. And that's okay too. For those of you who are not ready to reach them gates, I pray that you continue to see Jesus and continue to see what a blessing he is, that you will see a victory within his life, in your life, and through everybody around you. We often, as people who are sure we are going to the pearly gates and we're going to be in heaven, we often fall short of God's glory. We don't know where to turn to. But we have to remember, we're going to see a victory when he comes and calls us all home. And what day of rejoicing that will be. Sometimes, we as Christians do fall short and we forget that Jesus is coming. And then there's the non-believers who know Jesus, but they wait until it's too late. Or the last they're alive, and they accept Jesus into their life. That will be a victory for them. It will be a victory when we all get to heaven and see Jesus. Sometimes we got to take time to set aside time for God and time for ourselves. As we go through our daily living, we need to hold on to the truth that it's coming. There's victory in Jesus, and we are going to see a victory. For the battle belongs to the Lord. Every battle we face belongs to the Lord. So if you're struggling, whether it's in spiritual needs, maybe it's emotional, maybe it's physical, mentally, maybe it's spiritual. Don't always say that. And you need somebody to walk beside you. Find somebody who has been on that path for a while now and let them walk beside you. For we're all going to see a victory in the name of Jesus. Amen. Cause the God I serve knows only how
Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures here below. Praise Him above ye heavenly hosts. Praise Father, Son,